Welcome to 15 Minutes to Wellness by the American Council on Exercise. I'm Dr. Michael Mantell, the ACE Senior Fitness Consultant for Behavioral Sciences and your host for this series. My goal today and for every podcast in our series is to discuss some small steps you can take to help you better your life and find happiness through optimal health. In each of these podcasts, I'll be interviewing a leading health and fitness expert, someone who's making a difference and who can make a difference in your life. I also want to welcome the hundreds of thousands of folks searching for positive ways to make fitness and nutrition a part of their daily, hectic, busy, tight, and budgeted lives. Welcome to 15 Minutes to Wellness, and I am particularly pleased uh, today to have as our guest Colin Milner. Colin is an author, an entrepreneur, a public speaker, an industry leader, and perhaps uh, most important and relevant to today's conversation, Colin is the director, the president, the head of the International Council on Active Aging. And I want to start, Colin, by welcoming you with this disclosure. ACE is my home. My home away from home is the International Council on Active Aging. I love your organization. I love everything you guys stand for and do. And it's really an honor to have you. So welcome aboard. Well, thank you very much, Michael. And it's my privilege to be here. And, uh, you know, welcome home. (laughs) Thank you so much for saying that. Let's dive in. In just a couple of years, in 2017, which is in arm's reach, one out of two people will be 50 years of age or more. And that is a remarkable shift in the landscape. I got to tell you that I was watching the Academy Awards recently, and I saw the shift you're talking about. On the one hand, we saw old Hollywood, plastic surgery, the gowns and all that business. And then we saw selfies and hashtags, and we saw pizza being delivered. We have a population that seems to continue to focus on youth. But if you're a fitness trainer and you ignore the shift in the marketplace that's actually taking place, you're going to be left behind. Don't you agree? I think I think uh, that's undisputable. Uh, the reality becomes that it's just a numbers game. If you are serving the population and one out of two customers, as you said, are over the age of 50 and you're not addressing that, you are turning your back on 50 percent of the market. For most people, that would be classified as insanity. (laughs) Right. You You began paying attention to the shift back in the 1990s. You saw it, in a sense, before many did. And you realized that you wanted to help people live fully, with purpose, brimming with healthy activity. And you decided to do something about it. So tell us about the International Council on Active Aging. The International Council on Active Aging, uh, you know, was launched on October 1st, 2001, which was the day of the older person globally. And it was also just a few weeks after 9-11. So as the world was devastated, you know, we launched this new organization into the stratosphere. And our goal is very simple, and that is to help change the way society views aging through setting great examples of healthy, well 
older adults that can really dispel that myth. And to do that, we provide education, information, resources, tools, and leadership for professionals in the field who are actually interested in meeting the health needs and exceeding, helping their clients to exceed the health needs that they have for people over the age of 50. The World Economic Forum recognizes you as one of the most innovative and influential minds in the world on aging-related topics. And you believe that we can significantly improve our life by staying active, by being fully engaged in life. In your website, and I want everyone to go to your website, www.icaa.cc. It is a remarkable wealth of information. But I want to direct our listeners' attention to the dimensions of wellness, because you believe that everyone can embrace life with the dimensions of wellness. Tell us about the dimensions of wellness. Well, the dimensions of wellness are our opportunity to really deliver programs, services, all within all areas of life. So whether it is the emotional dimension, by the way, by the year 2050, the number one leading cause of premature death and disability will be, according to the World Health Organization, depression. So what are we doing about it? We have all of these things for great cardiovascular health. So one of the ways of addressing it is through the emotional dimension of wellness, trying to help people find balance in life. By the way, fast forwarding to 2020 is when it's expected to be the second leading cause of premature death and disability. I was, I was going to say, the American Council of Exercise recognized that behavioral science touching on these sorts of issues that you're talking about is really central. And we are taking a lot of steps. I'm the senior consultant for behavioral science here at ACE. I'm delighted to hear that uh, there's going to be work for me over the next couple of years. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a lot of work, Michael. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the other dimensions are things like the intellectual. We know that, uh, you know, cognitive issues are one of the hot topics today. Brain fitness. How do you keep your mind engaged as you get older? How do you minimize or retard dementia and Alzheimer's? These are things that people are working on. And right now, there aren't a lot of solutions. And physical activity is actually one of them. Uh, you know, and, and then we have the physical dimension, the vocational dimension, social, spiritual, and environmental dimension. So we look at all of those, and that's what really encompasses us as individuals. So addressing all of these is really addressing the whole person as opposed to just one-dimensional. You didn't mention nutrition, I don't believe, but I know that's one of the dimensions that you talk about on the website. I want to ask you personally, Colin, you travel the world, you speak constantly, you're writing all the time. Tell me what you do for your own personal wellness. That's a great question. And my my love of the bike, you know, when I'm traveling, a lot of times I will actually, I'll give you a perfect example. I was just in Chile. And, you know, the first thing that uh, my wife and I did when we were there is we sought out uh, the bicycle rentals and rented a bike for the time that we were there. Many cities you can go into and they have the bike share programs. It's a great way to see the city, a great way to keep physically active and a great way to actually, you know, 
get your exercise in. The rest of the time, I certainly look at working on my cognitive uh, dimension by constantly reading and challenging myself and others in debate about what is and what isn't. Uh, you know, that is one solid way of ensuring that you try and keep your marbles, as they say, about you. Do you use any of the cognitive training programs that are available, the apps and things like that? I haven't. Uh, you know, I spend a lot of time reading, a, a lot of time on the road in in conversation, in debates with physical activity. So I haven't uh, used any of those yet. If, if I was hanging out with my daughter long enough, I'd probably be using all the games and nothing else. One of the things that uh, is a little bit of a uh, sort of a touchy subject, uh, especially for active aging, is intimate relationships. You mentioned you travel with your wife. I've met your wife. She's lovely. You've met my wife, Paula. And uh, in terms of social connections, intimate relationships, you mentioned your daughter, family relationships, that's an important part of active aging as well. Aren't those important it, it's crucial. Uh, you know, the social connection is, you can't overstate how important that is. As a matter of fact, there was research that came out a couple of weeks ago that showed that social isolation actually has twice the impact on your health as obesity does. Now, think about that for a second. Well, let's say that. Let's say that one again. That's an important thing for our audience to hear. That social isolation has twice the impact on your health that obesity does. Wow. That is remarkable. It, it, it is a wow moment. That really is. That's amazing. We spent so much time talking about obesity. And you're saying that there's data that says we ought to be talking about social isolation and, and relatedness. We ought to be talking about solutions for social isolation. Marty Seligman, who was a professor at my University of Pennsylvania many, many, many decades ago, <laughs> um, has the, a great mnemonic. He, it's PERMA, P-E-R-M-A. We have to create positive emotions, be fully engaged in life, have healthy relationships, find meaning, and a sense of accomplishment. And you're touching on these kinds of things. He says that's what—that's the road to happiness. You're saying it's the road to health. I'm saying it's road to both. You know, to uh, both. Well, they're related. Absolutely. Uh, you know, if you're happy, you're probably out there. You're probably socially engaged. Uh, you are out in your community. If you're depressed, and remember, we just talked about the statistics from depression and the prevalence of depression, you know, then things can spiral downwards, and that leads to social isolation, and social isolation leads to health issues, and thus the impact on our health. I'm a uh, 35-year-old person. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I'm go actually, with it. Go with it. I'm, I'm actually 65. I'll tell you that's what I am, and I'm proud of that. Okay, so I'm 35 years old. I'm listening to this broadcast. I'm listening to a 65-year-old guy and to a uh, the head of the International Council on Active Aging. International. This gentleman, Colin Milner, and his wife go all around the planet promoting living with purpose, being fulfilled in every way. You can significantly improve your life. I'm a 35-year-old guy. And my parents are in their 60s, and they're sedentary. Colin Milner, talk to this 35-year-old person 
and suggest what he or she ought to be saying to his parents? Oh, that 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 is the the magic question because. I will give you a perfect example of that, and that is Colin Milner speaking to his parents. Oh, there you go. And, uh, you know, Colin Milner's parents turning back around and saying, what the heck do you know? You're just my child. Uh, (laughs) Even your parents say that to you, huh? (laughs) My my father will listen to the uh, doorman at the long-term community that he's in now because he hasn't listened to his child as opposed to his child. So I think the challenge that us as children of older parents face is number one, figuring out how to get them to hear the message. And sometimes coming from us, depending on your relationship with your parents, it falls in deaf ears. But if I am going to, you know, share a message with them, the messages of health, the messages of that you have an additional 30 years of life that have been gifted to us from the age of 47 on. And the reality is, what do we want to do with that life? And what do we need to do to make that happen? I'll tell you one thing, and that is if there was one thing you could get your parents to do, and that is to build a solid foundation with making sure that their legs are strong. Because if their legs are strong, they can get about. They can move. They can get out of the house. They can walk up and down stairs without the fear of falling. They can play with their grandkids. Because, you know, if you don't have the strength in your legs, everything else begins to crumble underneath it. And one of your previous interviewees, Dr. Walter Bortz. Walter Bortz, my very good friend. We're going to be having dinner Soon at the uh, Ursa conference. Oh, a magnificent human being. And, you know, I love Walter Bortz. Walter told me many years ago, and that is if you cannot lift 10 pounds, that is a precursor for moving into a long term community. He also said, uh, Colin, that more important than your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, your liver, your spleen, more important than any major organ are your legs. And you're saying the same thing. I love you both. Well, I appreciate that as well. You know, but the reality is if you don't have your legs, you don't have anything. Again, the, the website for Colin Milner and the International Council on Active Aging is ICAA.cc. And this is the place to go for all of the information on longevity, long life. Of course, read Walter Bortz's book, Dare to Be 100, and all the rest. But if you are a wellness director, a fitness trainer, you're an activities director, a social worker, a health coach, a chaplain, a doctor, whatever you are in this field, you need to be in Orlando, Florida, on November the 13th to the 15th later this year, because that's when the ICAA conference, moving beyond the status quo, is going to take place, November 13th to the 15th, and I hope that everyone will will attend. This is an important conference. It's just critical. You'll have a chance to meet Colin and all the ICAA leaders and speakers. Colin, I have so much more to talk with you about. I'd love to do a program with you and Walter together. That would be so much fun. 
We'll be doing that. So I, again, I want to thank you very, very much for joining us and giving us this time. It just flew. We have lots more to talk about. We'll get you back on. Give my regards to your lovely wife and to everyone at ICAA. And thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. My pleasure, Michael. And I will leave your audience with these final words. And that is just remember and share with your clients. It's never too late. They can start today. On that very positive, inspirational note, Colin Milner, International Council on Active Aging, thank you very, very much. It's been my pleasure, Michael. Thank you. I'd like to thank all of you listeners who've joined us today. And as always, I encourage you all to subscribe to the podcast and continue your journey to health and fitness by visiting acefit.com where you'll find everything you need to live your most fit and healthy life. You can explore literally thousands of healthy recipes, health and fitness videos and articles, workout plans, health programs, and creative ways you can get yourself and your family moving, and really expert insight on a wide range of topics. So join me next time on 15 Minutes to Wellness, which you can find at acefit.com slash Fitcasts. I'm Dr. Michael Mantell, thanking you for being with us on 15 Minutes to Wellness. Music